Cause they thought I'd never make it They thought I'd never make it. Yeah. See me fall down and they celebrate it. Learn how to win with no demonstration. How about the cool got a ventilated? Cause I can't see shit out on 95. Prolific little bitch, I see dollar signs. The shit I done seen got me traumatized. Trying to clear all the pain in my mama's eyes. Yeah. And my daughter, she watching me closely. Yeah. Trying to better myself like I should be. Had to chill out with all of that street shit. I came a long way, but don't push me. Rest in peace to my bro, it ain't right though. Tell me there's nothing that's like Check, 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 check. Take it away, bro. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Episode number one. Season we got three. season three kickoff right here with the one and only Rated Miami. Let me tell you guys. Let me tell you guys. We got my boy Donaldo. We got Julie in the house. Rated Miami. Yeah. Guys, make sure you're going to check them out. We're going to drop all the links and everything down below. Sure. Uh, welcome, 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 guys. Thank Again, you. Rated Miami. Sneaker, the hottest sneaker store. I don't care. Yeah, I'm biased. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Fight me, yo. <laughs> no, Ready right. Miami. Ready Miami. Welcome. Welcome to Prolific Podcast. As always, your boy, Birdo. It's your boy, Will. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. All right, so this is an inside thing. I hate intros. I, so I always try and just have him intro me because I just hate the, yo, it's your boy. I don't know. I just weird like that. It's just the anticipation of like, uh. Well, you, you got to close it out then. All right, for sure. Yeah. I'll try this new season, so maybe I should switch it up a little bit. Switch it up a little bit. Take a little bit more control. Take initiative. Uh, you're right. You're right. Tired. You're right. When you're when you're right, you're right. Right. But what happens so. when I'm always right? I'm just writer. Nah, then maybe you need to check yourself. <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so guys, season opener. Um, thank you guys again for pulling up. Um, definitely wanted to reach out to you guys. You guys are doing a lot right now for the culture. For our age group, for Miami, um, so just want to get a little bit of your insight. Um, let me let's, let's get right into it. I mean, rated. Talk to us about rated. Uh, first of all, where did rated the name even come from? I, I haven't even asked you that. All the years that I've known you, I'm like, where did it even come from? Like, what does that even stem from? Uh, but before anything, uh, we also want to extend, uh, you know, a, a thank you for allowing us to come in um, and talk on your on your platform. Of course, you don't have to sound saying, all. Uh, no, no, like no. you can. Then although you can be yourself, my yeah, nigga. no, I'm good. HR my nigga. Let me do it again. First of all, some things gotta keep serious. Gotta be kept serious. You know what I'm saying? Nah, but this is serious. But this is this is what this is our demographic, and this is what we bring to the table. You got the customer service voice. Yeah, I'm like. So, and and there's a reason I'm I'm expressing my gratitude. It's because there are so many stores in South Florida, so many guys that are in this industry and so many people that uh, share the same um, interest and passion in what we do. And for you guys to select us out of everybody else really means a lot. You know what I'm saying? So, respect. Thank you. respect. You know what I'm saying? So always, always. Respect. Um, what was the question? Where did the where did the name Rated come from? Like, how did you guys come to the agreement of say, we're going to call this Rated? Because it's such a unique name. Like, you know, a lot of people have two names or something or something with sneaker or something boutique. Like, it's just Rated Miami. It's catchy. But it, it works. It uh, works. Yeah, I, I'll tell you. Um, we uh, <laughs> uh, there's there's no uh, we didn't come up with this name under any rhyme or reason. Uh, we were literally. I'll tell you. Um, I don't think we've ever we haven't talked about this in a minute. No. no. Um, so it's kind of cool to remember. You're hearing it first on Prolific Podcast, yeah. by the way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You heard it first yeah. on Prolific Podcast. Yes, Just putting it out there. My yes, bad. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, no, we were literally. Um, we we were moved. We had moved out. Um, uh, the first place I had moved in with my girlfriend, and we had moved in uh, with Julie, uh, two bedroom apartment. I remember, and we just came up with this idea about opening the shop, and it just came to us, you know, uh, during the, the the pandemic. You know, what I'm saying people had really a lot of time to think, <laughs> and we thought about opening a shop. So yeah. uh, that's just the way it worked out. But um, in all honesty, and I want to give a shout out to Alan, who's our you know our other guy. Our partner, Alan, That's holding right. it down at the store right That's now right. so, so the they shop. can come through and do the, do the right. show. Facts, Appreciate facts. you, Alan. Uh, the MVP right there. But I uh, want to give a shout out to Alan. And um, we were just sitting in, my, in our apartment one day. Um, and, yo, we literally had a notebook out. And we were just thinking of names. Like We were just like, yeah, brainstorming. Like, yo, what's something that, um, you know what I'm saying, is really going to resonate? Uh, what's something that's different? You know what I'm saying? And. You know, we there's an MIA in everything nowadays, especially now in here in South Florida. But 
um, you know, we, we definitely wanted to incorporate that flavor into the name. And so that's why we, we added that extension of the MIA. But um, I'll tell you, there's no, like, we was just yelling out names. And, and, and I think I had said, um, somebody had said something to the effect of, oh, well, like, what if somebody got raided? Or like like a like a raid like a police raid, yeah. and and I don't know if we're talking about so I, I don't know the conversation the drugs came up or something I don't know <laughs> I don't know the nigga shit came like, up yeah, yeah. yeah. Shit came <laughs> up like, man it's you like yo I'll give you I'll give you the the, the Jordan ones for a break it's like, <laughs> yeah oh, oh oh yeah brick you know what I'm saying you're so, like bingo that's it right there <laughs> that's exactly how it happened uh, we some somebody mentioned drugs next thing you know somebody mentioned getting raided and next thing you know I was like it, it just clicked and we were raided. just like that's how raided came up. So y'all heard it first. All right. I, I, I have a question for you yes. guys in the sense of, um, you know, in the in the in the world that we're in right now, in the sense of you know e-commerce and stuff like that. What made you guys move towards brick and mortar? Um, like, is there a specific reason, or it was just like that's just how it kind of played out? Because you guys started online first. You no, were doing we, the eBay. We and started everything. selling you shoes. Like we will go out, buy them, clean them. And we will do everything. Yeah, from our apartment. And it w- nothing was planned, absolutely nothing at all. And not even opening a store. We didn't have plans to open a <laughs> store. I, I was sleeping. He had got, gotten home from I don't know where. They, him and Alan bumped into, yes. <laughs> him and Alan bumped into someone, and they got home, and they're like, yo, we're opening a store, da 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 And I'm like, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> no details, no how, where we're going to get the money, how we're going to make it happen. Everyone telling us, oh, that's not a good idea. Miami's saturated, this, this, and that. And that's something actually that stuck. Someone told them that we couldn't start or we couldn't open the store unless we had, what, 500000 $200,000 to, like, actually. And we're like. Is that for, like, the location or is that for inventory? In, in general, like, yeah. the person that we initially wanted to open with or the person that came with the, you know, not the idea, but, like, hey, let's do this was actually like, no, I'm only doing this if we have X amount of money. But with that location? Or you mean in general? In general. In general. And we say, you know what? The person, at the end of the day, the person was like out of the picture. It didn't work out. And we said, fuck this shit. Let's just... Hey, of course, you can do what the fuck you want. It's prolific, baby. You'll, 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 I'm sorry. You'll learn very quickly. <laughs> Wait until I start talking. What's that mean? Uh, you, you keep something, something, you gonna fuck around and find out? Yeah. That's a yeah, Florida so, thing. Yeah, the whole thing. Like, oh, yeah. If you keep fucking around, yeah. you're gonna find you're out. You're gonna find out. Yeah. yeah you're gonna find yeah, look, out. Yeah, look, this is, we, we do this shit to be authentic. Like, this is just, yeah, you know, you're, conversation, yeah. be yourself. And I love the fact that you're, you're saying that story of how you came up with the name and everything because it's, it's so real. Like, Absolutely. You guys just brainstorming and, oh, and shit. One little thing came up and, and there yeah. it is. And honestly, yeah. that's how great things, I feel like, usually just start. It's just like, fuck it. Let's do it. Like a, like a, yeah. let's open a store. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and to be quite honest, I mean, you know, we all did it on the brink of, um, you know, it was prime pandemic, you know, and. Rough time. It was, a, it was a rough. What was going to happen? It was a rough time. Rough time. Um, you the know, world was shut down. <laughs> it, it was yo, and you're like yo, but can we flip this? Easy though? Like <laughs> the world, yo, the world was literally on pause, and um, I think that because of the pandemic, I think um, the e-commerce back to your question um, really started popping off, mm-hmm. and I, I don't think that companies realized um, how uh, this is just my perspective, how good the economy was at the time, where you know people were like, okay, well, I'm at home, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to log online and just start buying shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it is what it is. I got a little money saved up, you know what I'm saying? I'm not wasting money on gas. I'm not wasting money on laundry. We're all working clubs. Remote, you know what yeah. I'm saying? The clubs are done. Um, you know, um, excuse me, I have to get my clubs. Yeah, thing. Sorry. Uh, these things are heavy. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're working on it, right? Yeah, I wasn't <laughs> lying. I wasn't lying. Sponsor us. We'll get that <laughs> shit quicker. <laughs> facts. Facts, facts. But, um, uh, damn, man, you know, you know, you made me lose my train of thought when we're talking about, <laughs> not not about the e-commerce and all oh, the house. Yeah, so, yeah. so, you know, um, and then, uh, you know, people were just had money to spend. And it was just like one of those things where companies were like, OK, now it's we don't know where this is headed. We're going to start liquidating products. And that's exactly what started happening. Nike started liquidating products, you know, Foot Locker, everybody. You know, I remember I was getting I was getting retros for 
pair of retros for like 120 100 and discounts were hitting it, it was it was it was so, incredible yes. where where were you buying them though like ebay or just online like, straight? like it was it was online. i mean honestly because you guys are in this and i'm yeah. the fuck i'm literally the outsider right now he just got those blazers yeah i got these i, I, got, like, these, I got them for the show and they're and they're like and these exactly <laughs> I was like, hey, Bert, are these cool? I was like, how much you pay for them? Because if you pay more than $80, you're a dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> no, honestly, bro, like, I've never, I mean, when I was younger, I was, but I'm really not, like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just who I am, I guess. I don't know. But I'm not really familiar with this world. Sure. So I don't know if, like, you guys go on, like, you know, Craigslist or some shit and, like, obviously, that's, that's OD. But, like, no, uh, it's, not. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Okay, then. It's not. Nothing yeah. is of limits, actually. Yeah, yeah. So the beautiful thing, and I'm glad, so glad Julie mentioned that. Like, we we built, you know, this this store. The foundation of this store was built on selling used sneakers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The market for used sneakers right now, it, it's in, it's incredible. Um, and I mean, there's stores out there, even locally, who primarily sell pre-owned product because it just sells so well. And, you know, a pair of sneakers that you can't afford because, you know, they're X amount and market value, whatever it is, you find a clean pair for half the price or a third of the price or whatever it is, and you found a bargain, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, there's so many um, different facets within the sneaker industry where, you know, there's sneaker cleaning and, you know what I'm saying? There's guys who are literally picking up, you know, your sneakers and, and, and cleaning them and dropping them back off. Like, there's just so much going on. gluing them. All that. You're yeah. restoring sneakers. Like, it, yeah. it's, it's just, it's become this huge thing. Um, you know, just off, and it's a shared passion. It's a beautiful thing to see because, you know, whether or not you're a sneakerhead, you still wear sneakers. Mm-hmm. You still need sneakers. Yeah. They're a part of your everyday life. Yeah. And so, I mean, I could see the art in it, like in the sense of like turning something that maybe is like used up and then like cleaning it and doing the regluing and all that stuff and just making it like something else and being able to sell it. Right. I mean, I could appreciate that. <clears throat> absolutely. Absolutely. Even I, though I'm not in the game. No, no, but it, it, um, I think it resonates with any any other industry. Like, mm-hmm. think about reselling homes. You know what I'm saying? You buy cooked up homes. You know, re- you know, best real estate agent in the game, by the way. You know, what okay. I'm saying? Shout out to Berto. <laughs> Shout out to Berto. Shout out Berto. <laughs> <laughs> I can sell your house. Yeah, that's right. That's Let's right. talk after the show. <laughs> but uh, but Berto knows damn well. You know that there's uh, a lot of guys who have been, you know, buying up cooked homes. You know what I'm saying? Fixing yeah. them up and reselling them. And it's the same thing with the sneaker industry. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. A lot of people don't understand that because. When I started, when I got into the sneaker game, like 10 years later, I started buying like reused sneakers. Mm-hmm. But people would be like, oh, those are clean. Oh, did you get it? just get them? I'm like, yeah, I just got them. But like from 2001, mm-hmm. yep. you know, in 2010, they were like, well, what do you mean? Reused. Like, this is part of that culture, pre-owned. right? Like, that pre owned, like, no, but I've always wanted these, but you can't find them because back in the days, Jordan wouldn't release sneakers all the time. Mm-hmm. So, like, when a pair of ones came out, and you're like, oh, shit, I need those. But, like, you know, it's just again the only the only pair of Jordans that I remember that were to me for me for me for me was the the big that. thing for me was uh it was the Raptors in the Magics that the package that came yes. together yeah. yes sevens yes. when was seven, that seven pack that uh, was that must have been 2011, 2010, 2011, 2012. I remember yeah I got those and I was just like. I wore them everywhere. And that was honestly, like, I think the last pair of Jordans that, like, like a package like that that I bought. But those were, like, big time. And mind you, there yeah. were three, what, 375, yeah. 350? Um, yeah, no, came the out packs the at the package? time, there no, there were 300. 300, okay. There were 300. 330 or, three, or something. Three, no, 330. Yeah, 330. Like, three, something like that. Yeah, it's 325, 330. So a lot of people wouldn't be able to do that. Like, I $300 mean, on, on, on sneakers was, like... I didn't buy it. Because remember, before <laughs> the sneaker flipping, like, sneakers yeah. were retail yeah. 175, 150. Uh, at the time, yeah, and, and I've been, I've been, I mean, you know, this passion for me specifically started back in 2000. Don't go there. That's going to be a question. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Ask anyway, him. Now, anyway. And then, I mean, all right. All right. All right. Come on. C- continue with it. So where, how did you get into the game, D, and, and like what sneaker put you onto the game? Because we all, you know, as sneakerheads, we always had that one sneaker that we're just like, man, I want these shit so bad. Yeah. But then you fall in love with having that fresh pair of shoes that everywhere you walk people break your neck so like i want to know i want to know everyone's favorite sneaker but answer that question but i want to know everyone's okay, favorite okay so we've got a backup question so backup question all right so um, <laughs> um so i can tell you early on um i, I grew passion for sneakers because i had a, a friend of mine who um at the time his family was doing really well because dad was a drug dealer 
and his dad. Yeah, shout out to them. Shout out to the Keys. Is what it is, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they hold the economy down. <laughs> yeah, they, they sure do. <laughs> they heard us. They held our store down too. But anyway, <laughs> um, no. But in all seriousness, uh, <laughs> um, they. Um, Damn, I forgot again where I was going with this. Your favorite sneaker. <laughs> favorite service yeah, sneaker. So I remember um, where, uh, I, you know, he, kid would have, he, so he had, it was my friend, and then he had two little brothers. They're almost like family. And um, I don't want to name drop right now, but. Definitely um, not. No. Um, so their dad used to buy him all the new Jordans. Every release, the, you know what I'm saying? He was, he was that guy back in the day where he would buy them for the whole family, the whole family size run. And Wealth. he would get all the sneakers. And I wasn't into sneakers like that at the time. It was more like uh, I was more into video games and things like that. But I started noticing the kind of shit that he, his dad was buying him. And I was like, yo, I, I, I got to have that shit in my feet too. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like that, that's some, it's some fire shit. But at the time, you know what I'm saying? You know, my mom, you know, she raised me, you know, single income, you know, home or whatever. And yeah. I we just didn't have the means to do that. Yeah. Um, but I can tell you. My first sneaker that was purchased for me that was over a hundred dollars was the uh, the Kobe uh, I believe it's Kobe One uh, the Adidas prototype Kobe One um, that was a shoe was one hundred and twenty five dollars and my my father bought them for me shout out shout out dad and I think that once I um, put that shoe on and this is this is prior to um, when I was a kid and my mom used to buy sneakers for me right. Um, this is when I decided on my own, okay, I'm going to get myself in the sneaker game. Um, and that was the first shoe that I bought. And it kind of what, after that, it was, you know, I started watching a lot of basketball, started watching T-Mac, bought his sneakers. And then it just, it just took off after that. Um, and, but I remember, and I hate to prolong this, but I remember when I was a kid, um, I didn't know much about shoes, but I knew that I, I had to have a shoe with an air bubble in it. Mm. And it had to be a Nike. It didn't matter if it was an yeah. Air Max. It didn't matter if it was a Griffey. It didn't matter if it was a Penny. But when I was a ba- when I was a kid, when I was, a, you know what I'm saying? Little kid growing up, I know that I didn't like the Jordans. You know, it had to be an Air Bubble. Yeah. Um, and then when I started making, like, again, I started making that decision, then I started expanding into other sneakers. And then now, like, you know, just the rest is history. Yeah. You know? So what, what is your favorite, like, what sneaker got you into it? I didn't really get into sneakers until we started the store. So what, what's your and then what's your favorite? What's your sneaker that that makes you love this? So the the reason for that is I, I grew up in New York City and my parents are you know the typical Dominicans. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, but the, going the, to buy you some shacks at, Wal- at, at Marshalls. The problem is that in New York, you know, in in the eighties you wear a pair of Jordans or any expensive sneaker, you will get jumped. Yeah. You know, they'll take them off. So that was always, I would take the trains to school. So my mother's fear was always, oh my God, they're going they to jump that. you. <laughs> they're going to jump you. Un hold up. My whole life, I'm like, un hold up. And just the other, the other day, I realized it was a hold up. But it's fine. It was a hold up. O te lo quita, o te lo quito. So then, whatever. Like, it, it, it never became part of, like, who I was or it was never important to me. When I moved to Miami um, and we decided to open the store and stuff, I didn't know the difference between Jordan 1, 2, 3, 4. I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't know. You know, and we've been doing this roughly for two and a half years. And ever since, my collection has grown a lot. <laughs> I have a lot. A lot. <laughs> how many pairs you got? Or what's the most amount of pairs you ever had? Put it that way. No, how many how many pairs she has? I no, because if she has, she could have had more pairs in the past. No, no. I've never, like, I started. Oh, you started with, with the store. I okay. started with the store. So yeah, what's so the most amount of pairs of sneakers you have? You've I think had, you've right had. now I have roughly 80 okay. to 100 pairs. Yeah, but that's in so between Jays and and um, Yeezys. Yeezys. Oh yeah, sneakers, sneakers. Yeah, in, general. in yeah. general. Yeah. So, so then, question for you: How do you feel, like, you know, and and this is with all due respect, like as a female in the shoe game, it's like predominantly like a man, like a man's thing, you know, like wearing Jordans and stuff like that, or like that that game. How do you feel, like, as a woman, being in this industry, like, and having a business that's a predominantly male industry? I feel like in every industry, women are just breaking down doors. We're just mm-hmm. kicking ass. I think this is like 
you know, shout out to every woman before us, every generation before us who have actually done the work. I personally don't feel like I've done anything yet to like make a difference or like take credit. Um, but I aspire to yeah. eventually at one point of my life. But um, women right now are just breaking down barriers. They're just doing their things. And we are not apologizing for anything. We're not apologizing for being bitchy or being, it, it is what it is. <laughs> this is what this is what we are. This is who we are. And we're just going to, you know, so this is really exciting. Mm. And I know that I have the opportunity to make a difference. And I think a lot about when they write articles about us. <laughs> when I see my picture, you know, like, when my story, I don't know what the story will be yet, but I think about that a lot. And um, I hope and I know that in the future we, we are, you know, going to make it to that point. Mm. And I don't know. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> curious because, I mean, like I said, like it's a predominantly male industry. So yes. it's like when you see a woman, I mean, I, I get curious of like, you know, how you feel being in that. So what's the sneaker that changed you? Like what's the sneaker that got you into it? I liked uh, Jordan once, but my favorite before that, um, is Air Max. Mom was Air Max. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Berto? Come again? What was like the Jordan or the sneaker that got you? Oh, uh, okay. So when I was old enough to start buying my own sneakers was in high school. I was working at Sticky Shake. Shout out to Sticky Shake. <laughs> Making like $60 a day. <laughs> but when I was able to afford a sneaker, my oh. first pair of sneakers that I bought um, that I started getting like attention and I was like, yo, this is really like a thing. Like people really looking at my sneakers, asking me where I got them was uh, Royal Blue Air Force One Lowe's Canvas. Okay. Remember the Canvas ones? Yes. They came out with baby blue, royal blue, a red, I think, like a Valentine's right. or some shit like that. Those were the first pair. But the first pair of sneakers that I fell in love with the game was uh, the Bread 11s. And this was when I was in middle school. Mm-hmm. Because I had also had a friend, parents of drug dealers. Always turns Damn, back. Damn, I almost shouted out his name. I was like, <laughs> shout out. <laughs> oh, shit. It, it always leads back. But he, yo, he would rock... The Jordan 11s, like the bread 11s, and play ball with them and like crispy. And I'm like, damn, those shoes look nice. My parents could never afford that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, or they could have, but they never would have bought me that. See, I'm passing this off. Take your ass to fucking Kmart or some shit. You know what I mean? Like, so I fell in love with the 11s, but I really saw it in my collection with, with Upsounds with Air Forces. All right. The, the only ones, well, not the only ones, the ones that I remember, obviously the Raptors were like one of my favorites. But the ones that I fuck I loved were it was I was in high school when I was playing basketball were the I think they were the six rings they were called the six rings they were white and navy blue. I don't know. Six rings. Uh, I think that was two thousand seven. Um, two thousand seven. Yeah. Two thousand six. Two thousand seven. I remember the first colorway. I think it was the bread colorway yeah. or something like so that. And then they made the aqua. Ones. Oh no! Well, no, they had the. the oh, the concords. The concords. Yeah, the concords was the first concords. Yes, concords. Those of course, are like, black and white. Those were the ones that got, I had them for basketball, and I just bro. But they're so uncomfortable. I didn't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> you see, but you see, look, there's there's, diff- there's different type of sneakerheads, right? Like, I call myself an old school sneakerhead because I rock shoes that I like, not what's hype. Right? Yeah. That's always been I mean, my model. I, I like them. I I mean, I didn't know if they were the shit. I mean, I, I didn't give. <laughs> the a thing time. is that like you have people that like I o- I only wear Jordans that Jordan wore. I'm very biased when it comes to that. Okay. So like. No, no disrespect to the six rings. I know the six rings. I remember they were, they were like the dub zeros, like that whole like yeah. dub zero six rings. Yeah. Like that push was a great push. But to me, I was like, oh, I'm not interested because I know Jordan didn't wear that. So to me, it was like I grew up watching Jordan. So that was like, now nah, I want to wear only like the breads or like whatever colorway he wore with the Wizards. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't go outside of the colorways. Yeah. The original. Yeah. Color. The beautiful thing about the six rings and the dub zero is that it's a culmination Coming, of, yeah. of of all you know, not all, but mostly most of the retro models that he particularly wore. Yeah. So I think of all the team Jordans, those really stood out because they, they resembled so much like the like the like the retros. Um, now I know that you mentioned the breads, but my I know you guys had asked me before, but I don't think I'd answer. My favorite shoe has got to be the Concord, the Jordan Eleven Concord. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that shoe is what I tell everybody. I gotta. I got a pair uh, sitting in my closet where it's like, yo, God forbid, you know what I'm saying? I lose my life. I need those on my feet. <laughs> you put me in, in the, the coffin. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> my boy is fresh. <laughs> professional from the neck to the ankles and then just some J's. Yeah, yeah no, but Concord is definitely, that, that's the shoe that changed it all. I feel like the 11s were just a, such a signature shoe. Like so much happened with the 11s. Space Jam came out. He was mm-hmm. wearing the 11s. Yes. Uh, yes. 96, 97, he, wore, he got rings. He was yes. wearing the 11s. Like, yes. that shoe, that's why I said the bread 11s, because when I saw the bread 11s, I was like, damn, like, that's when he was killing it in Chicago yeah. in the 90s. Absolutely. So, like, 
that's what like my era of me watching basketball starting to get into the game. So yeah. you're saying the 11 and the breads. And it's funny because um, back then um, there were a lot more um, stringencies or a lot more strict with uh, the, the color combinations with your sneakers. Mm-hmm. So you couldn't wear an outrageous color on your sneakers. Like fine. like the band, remember the band, the ones, band ones or whatever. Yeah. So the bread, um, I remember the Chicago Bulls would wear, anytime they wore white jerseys at home, they would have to wear black sneakers. Mm-hmm. So any so every time he wore the bread 11s, nine times out of 10, he was playing at home. And so I think that that gave it so much you know more. But then, you know, he would rock Concords or other colorways when he was playing away. And he was shitting on everybody. So it's like the, the, that bread colorway stood because it was such a staple for the Chicago community. And then the rest of the colorways just blew up because it was just such a futuristic looking shoe. And he was busting everybody's asses with it. Mm-hmm. Like that was prime time Jordan. We was wrecking yeah. those sneakers. When everybody was kind of into it. Yeah. Quick little. Oh, no, I didn't see the thing moving. Um, so, guys, talk to me a little bit about like I know both of you, actually all three of you guys, all three partners. Um, going back to the store. I want to know, and I, and I don't know if you've been asked this before, but knowing you guys personally, I know you guys all had careers. Like, can I can I name drop your career prior yeah, to this? Yeah, okay, yeah, I don't, you know, I don't know. Just, I, I mean, I don't know your title, but I know, you know, I know what you guys, you and Alan, uh, you and Alan, I'm just Alan, you and Alan, uh, both were like University of Miami. You're you were HR. Like, it's it's a huge career to have, right, Julie? I forgot what. But I know you were like in, in nurse, not nursing, sleep but medicine. Okay, sleep. Oh, that's right. I was about sleep to go medicine, get checked because I yes. couldn't sleep and all this shit. Yes. But I found weed and got so. Um, <laughs> and God, that's important though. Intros. <laughs> but no, I mean, a question that I did have for you guys, because um, I was curious about, it, is like, what made you guys pull that leap with everything that was going on with the pandemic? Now we're going into recession. Like, who said? you know what, let's go all in. At what point did you guys say, let's go all in and leave your job? Because a lot of people are not ready to leave a nine to five for something that they have that pays the bills. But you guys did that. You guys made that leap. So how did you guys come to that realization and say, hey, you know what, we got to go all in and we got to leave what we have that's kind of holding us back a little bit. We did it in in sections, I'll say, in parts. Once we knew that we were going to have the opportunity to open the store, like I said, all of this was really spontaneous. Um, we were selling online. We were doing good. We were doing our thing. Then the location that we have became available. It happened. So once we knew that that was going to happen, um, we had already come to the conclusion that one of us had to be at the store. And Alan was the first one to say, you know what? I got this. This is what needs to be done. Alan had been dying to leave yes. that job. <laughs> <laughs> But he put in the faith, yeah. you know? He's like, I'll do what I have to do. I'll figure out Which what I have to figure out. Which is a sacrifice. It's a sacrifice. And him and I were like, you know what? And and then we'll, we'll back you up also. And all right, fine, let's do this. Um, I believe three or four months after, um, I was at work. And then I just went downstairs. And then I just never went <laughs> back to my job. <laughs> so I'm going on a smoke break. <laughs> <I> just disappeared. <laughs> and the crazy thing is that my former employer it's right across from the, from the store. store so like i no see him every, <laughs> i see him every day Are you s- <laughs> so wait so you never put a notice never but you see them every day every day you know to them on that i'm like, <laughs> like <laughs> it just happened you know it's like hey look it is what it is um things actually got a little crazy for me at work so i was like listen it was time and it just happened and then, you know, later on with time, Donald's, you know, we kept working. We kept doing what we had to do. We kept figuring it out. And then Donald was like, hey, it's my turn. And he just did his thing, and he ended up yeah. leaving. Yeah. So, but it was one after the other. Yeah. Yeah, so it was like cal- you guys took a calculated risk. Like, it wasn't just like, oh, fuck it, well, we're not, going Not in. really, though. It's not really that calculated. I mean, obviously, they went in, trans- like in, well, in transition. Yeah, in transition, but it's still, like, for three friends because you guys were friends before any of this for yes. three friends to say hey listen alan for example he left and again he was part of um like no well actually to clarify that alan had to work for um and then um at some point he left and then he started working for mount sinai oh for mount sinai okay mm-hmm. yes but well, whatever yes. point is that it's still yeah. a, a huge 
like employer. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's a huge employer. Mount Sinai, Miami, and UM, like, all these are big institutions mm-hmm. that are, you can't just, oh, yeah, I'm going to wake up and leave work. Like, nah, like, you got to think about your benefits. Think about your pay. And these are secure jobs. Secure jobs. You know, yeah. with benefits. Yeah, like that's you said, what I'm saying. You so, know, 401k, the whole nine yards. So it's like, damn, I'm going to, health insurance. Yeah, shit. At the beginning, <laughs> we're like, what are we going to do? You know, and it's like, you have to start looking for private insurance. Vix va por una botella de. Because life comes at you fast. And yeah. you have insurance, nothing happens. The, the day that don't. you don't have insurance, that's <laughs> it. Yep. That's it. Your life is like in, in danger. So, Not, um, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm just, I'm just saying that it was just, it was a lot to take in. But we said we're going to do this. We have a lot of faith in our business. We have a lot of faith in what we're doing. We have a lot of trust in each other. Um, <clears throat> we each have our own thing when one is down the other one picks the other up and when one is doubting the other relax we'll take it mm-hmm. take your time step aside do what you have to do so we're we're really lenient with each other um we try to figure things out and that has given us the reassurance that we need so like listen it doesn't matter what happens it doesn't matter what economy we're going we're under it's it doesn't us, it's matter us against them yeah. yes. us against them it doesn't so matter that, it doesn't really matter yeah. it doesn't matter we just know that this is going to happen and we're going to make it work and we're just going to grow and take it from there yeah. so, so you you essentially answered my question i was going to ask you like how has your friendship either gotten better or maybe you know you have to be real like okay it's gotten kind of weird cuz like you're mixing friendship with business you know no, I mean, it, sometimes they happen because we don't always agree, mm-hmm. which is also healthy. You don't have to. And besides, if you don't, if you always agree on the same thing, then things don't evolve. Mm-hmm. So it's good, you know, to have different opinions. And, you know, sometimes he has, uh, most of the time, he, he Dano is always moving. Dano likes to be here. He likes to be there. He, you know. Oh, I know. We, we uh, set up today, but <laughs> I had to send an email and a bird to your house. <laughs> To get a response from Donald. I didn't even know that this was this. Was oh, you just found out today? No, so I think on Friday he's like, oh, by the way, we have an appointment on Tuesday. I'm like, okay. <laughs> he had already, I was like, I was about to say, I'm tired. I'm not going. But he had given his word. So if he had given his word for me, then that's a it. Man of his that's word. big. That's man big. That's he gave his word, so that's him. it. Like, <laughs> let's make this happen. So. It's been it's been a process, but I I feel like every day we make it you know we improve, we try to elevate each other and just try to figure things out. That's what's up. So now I'm, I mean, you want to go into the segment? Yeah, we go. So this season we're starting a new segment called uh, asking for a friend. Um, so it's pretty much just people uh, writing in. We put up on our socials this morning, like people that, um, you know, asking them to send in advice that they'd like or questions or whatever. Um, and then we just touch base on it. You know, we talk about it, make fun of it. Off topic from what we're talking about with the store and all that. Okay. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll have you guys, gonna, yeah, we'll have you guys chime in We're going to answer it. it um, yeah. And then, you know, and then you guys, uh, you know, you guys give you a little, you know, two cents from the peanut gallery over there. Okay. Um, so we got... Quite a few. I was actually pretty surprised. Um, got some good ones. We got some good ones. We got some good ones, but um, I just picked the three that I felt like were just because I wanted to. Um, <laughs> so I picked the one that I do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck. Don't tell me what to do. All right. So, um, so the first one we have here is how to stay consistent during the ups and downs on the pursuit of happiness. This kind of can go with you guys too. Um, you know, so I'll have you guys touch up on it. Um, Bert, I'll let you go first. Excuse how me, to how to how to stay consistent during the ups and downs on the pursuit of happiness? How to stay consistent? Um, think about the overall goal. It's so easy to say, right? It's so easy to say. I mean, everybody goes through. I'm going through ups and downs right now. You're going through. Everybody goes through ups and downs. Like life wouldn't be life if if what, what is it? Um, what's the saying? Something with the rain and sunshine or something like that. Uh, what the rainbows? No, like life wouldn't. Def- it's a 50 cent, man. 50 cent. Def- <laughs> Hate it or love it. <laughs> the underdogs on Whatever. Top. I, I miss analogies. Fucking tequila's kicking in. Yeah. Uh, I miss analogy. But Many men want death on it. But it was, no, but it was something like, something along the lines of like, he said death wouldn't be easy because death has got to be easy because life is, but he said something else about rain and sun. Whatever. Yeah. I'll figure it out later. Right. Right. Um, yeah, but I think my answer to that is just really like, just think about the overall goal. Like, think about the why. Think about the why. Why do you get up every day besides getting money? Like, what is it that some people just pursue money? 
in my case, I mean, I have daughters. Everybody knows that. So, like, I have to get up because I have two people, two human beings relying on what I do that's going to set them up five, ten years from now. So, I mean, I would say, like, I, I've always just tried to find find pleasure in the journey. Like, I love the journey. Like, when you hear, like, a lot of people talk about that are already successful, it's like, you know, I wish I can go back to that that stage of the building, like, the process. And I, I don't know. I feel like I've always resonated with that because I know where I'm going to end up. But it's like, and I get impatient myself, so I can't bullshit and be like, I don't get like this sometimes where I, I feel like, damn, is this going to happen or not? But I've always found joy like this is me building and I want to soak in everything that I'm learning and the sh- bad shit I'm going through, the good shit I'm going through. Because it's like at the end of the day, whatever bad shit happens, I always say like it's just going to make for a better a better story, like a better book. Like I'm planning on buy- I'm writing a book. So it's just like everything is just adding to that book to make it even better, you know, than what it is the day before. It's tough. <clears throat> Um, and again, it's not to do with anything with the store. Just your yeah, personal opinion about no, your personal life, the store. Yeah, in general. Yeah, in general. Um, I feel like when the when things are down, especially when things are down, is when you have to be the more in connection. I don't know whatever you want to call it with God, with the universe, or whatever, because it's easy to believe when things are going right, mm-hmm. but in all reality, when things are going bad or when we think is bad lately i've been i've been actually looking forward to the hiccups of life Mm -hmm. because those are the turning points um and i feel like and i look back usually the things in your life that hurt you or that bring you down if you don't learn from it i feel like they continue to happen Mm -hmm. life just puts you in that setting is either you're gonna learn or you're gonna go through it so, universe, I, so I'm, I'm learning. Yeah. I'm learning because there's a lot of shit that I don't want to go through. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I, I feel like if, if you trust yourself and you trust God or the universe or the vibe or whatever it is that you want to call it, and you hold on to that, that's my, that's my, my secret and that's my yeah. way of dealing with things. Can I, I want to piggyback real quick on her. Um, no, 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 because I don't want to interrupt your time. But I don't know. I don't want to lose my train of thought. He's like, all right, she's wrapping up. I'm about to go. I'm trying not to forget what the fuck I'm trying to say. No, 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 go, 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 No, because he does that shit. He'll forget. I remember. No, no, I just wanted. I wanted, and I don't want to sound like you know cliche or whatever the fuck. But just going back to what Julie said, like I strongly believe in this, like saying this quote, whatever, like. God gives his toughest battles to his strongest soldiers. Yes. So, like, based on what you said, like, yeah, when things are going good, it's easy to be like, yeah, yeah, everything is great. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. But, like, let's talk about, like, if something happens right now, how are you going to keep that same energy? Or are you going to be like, oh, no, everything's, fuck God. And no, God doesn't have my back because people do that. Yes. Mm -hmm. So that's why I just wanted to mention that because she stayed, you know, she pointed on that. And I I believe in that. Like, when things are going good, it's very easy to be like, yeah, like, we're good. But when things are bad, are you going to go back to, like, how, how, how strong is your belief? You know what I mean? But when right. you say God doesn't have my back, he doesn't have your back. But when you say he has my back, he has your back. Exactly. So it's, it's your determination. You yeah. pretty much. Or your perception. Your perception, everything. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's the same. I'll let you go after. No, no. He's about to forget. He's about to forget. You got 30 seconds. It's just the same. It's just the same. But I started like this. It's the same. Shut the fuck up. There's a saying of like, when you win, like you celebrate. And when you fail, you ponder. So the most lessons that you learn is you ponder when you lose. Mm-hmm. So that's when you learn. That's where the learning comes from. Um, so when you're, you know, when you win, you're only celebrating. You're just, you're happy. So yeah. just that. Yeah, I think that's important. But I mean, in reality, the way I see it, I, I think it's. Uh, right, can't even hold the mic. It's like, yo, my gonna come No, in all seriousness, I, I think um, I think it's uh, it's you choosing to stick to your belief in the pursuit of happiness, because I, I think that, and I've learned this through my transition from a twelve-year steady job to jumping into a business. You know what I'm saying, and taking that risk. Um, it's, it's all about at the end of the day, your happiness 
um, your mindset and, you know, how, you know, certain situations, certain circumstances make you feel. And I think happiness overall is the end game, to me at least, in whatever you do. You know what I'm saying? You can still be a good parent and not be with your significant other. You know what I'm saying? Um, you can still, you know what I'm saying, contribute to, uh, you know, your friend's business without spending a dollar in it. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like, you know, what things can you do to better yourself during those times? And what can you do to help those around you in hopes that that energy kind of reciprocates? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, you know, more than anything, it's just um, just just sticking again to like to like what 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 you believe in because if you don't then i mean you have no direction in and and where it is that you're going in life or or in, in anything and so I, I just think that you need to stick to the plan no matter what no matter what there's always obstacles i mean it, it, there isn't life without obstacles preach you know what i'm saying Preach. and so just stick to it man you yeah. know like it's gonna happen no matter what <clears throat> now i want to go back to the store also um because i know julie mentioned it because she said you know you guys have been in the game for so little but in what two two and a half years, you've officially yes. How long uh, rated? Like now, nah, like you so know, the best, like we make a year. Uh, we we opened uh, rated the store on November sixth of last year. So, so it like hasn't a been year. a year yet. Oh, but so we're talking about next week. Yeah, yeah. 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 it's gonna oh, be a shit. Year party back over here. What the anniversary? But as far as like the business itself, it's been on two years. When you, cause uh, remember, yes. you guys yes. started the eBay and all that stuff absolutely. before. And the, absolutely. So like, what would you guys say you guys are doing different? Like with so much competition, quote unquote, which. There is no composition. No, but with with everything going on, just the saturation of the sneaker game. Yeah. Right. What do you think you, what do you, what would you guys say you guys are doing different to stay relevant? Prices. (laughs) Prices. You can go, I swear to God, go to any store here in Miami, any, actually any state. And compare our prices. And actually, that's not even because of me. That's because of him. Um, Because I'll, I, I, I can sell. I can freaking sell. Yeah. And, and it, I don't have a price cap. Like, yeah. He is more of a, if you want to shop and, and a bargain, that's, go look for him. Go look. He loves that. Yeah. But um, I, the prices. Um, I believe that we are really fair in um, keeping it fair, you know, in, in the market, um, making it easy for our customers. I f- we go ahead, I mean, we go above and beyond. Sometimes we go pick up a shoe for a customer where we don't even make you know much. Sometimes, yeah. but we're doing it for the service. But we do it for the yeah. service, which is big. Which, which is big. Yeah. Absolutely. Which in the end, which in the end speaks more than anything. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You know, I'm a firm believer. Also, like, like I mean, I, I respect anybody selling and how they sell and what they sell and all that. You know, what I'm saying like I respect any of it because it, it takes a certain type of person and a certain type of um, determination and drive to sell something to someone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, I respect it so much, you know, whether it's drugs or whatever, you know, whether you're selling homes, it doesn't matter. Like, you know, the fact that you go out there and you're hustling to try to sell a product to someone, nobody, n- not anybody can do that. And, um, you know, I have some serious respect for that. And, you know, um, aside from the pricing, um, I also think like service is is, is mm-hmm. huge bonus. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in what we do for our customer base, because, you know, I, I myself go into consignment shops from time to time, um, you know, just to see the competition and what mm-hmm. they're doing. Mm. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like if you're not doing well, it, the then secret Santa shopping, you know, <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. No, I mean, you look abs- at all the greats, like look solicit. at people in sports and everything like Absolutely. Jordan, he studied, yeah. you know, like Isaiah Thomas's tapes, you know what I mean? Like of Kobe course. studied Jordan, of course. like it's healthy. Yeah, to bring but, out the but in Miami, and I'm going to cut you off, but in Miami, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, I kicked off the show. Um, For 30 I, days. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but in, in Miami, I mean, people are so quick to take offense to certain things. Yep. And yep. Um, on the contrary, like, we're so open to, like, working with anyone. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, this is such a big industry. It's a $4 billion industry. There's plenty of money for everybody to eat. You know what I'm saying? There's plenty of enough to go around and all that. And 
you know, everybody's become a reseller nowadays. You know what I'm saying? There isn't one person that's like, yo, they get a pair of sneakers. They went, they hit on a pair of sneakers. Oh my god, oh, we, we did pandas. They mm-hmm. these. I got pandas. I got pandas. Oh, I got pandas. They're, they're, that they're, panda shit. Yo. Oh my god, mind you, they're having a restock next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah next week, next week, the fourth, the fourth, the fourth. No, this week. That's the fourth. The fourth. I'm putting y'all in game. The fourth. You know what I'm saying? Don't hit them up for no discounts. So shit's gonna be at full price. If you ain't getting a Nike app, you know I got you. You know what I'm saying? Let me get us out eleven though. Bro, uh, just like slides over a piece of paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I, I haven't hit on them shits. I don't know why. Wait, no one does. I don't understand no it though. How many pandas? All right, so pandas them. are are dunks. Dunks are. I know. Lo- I, okay, yeah. those no, are just, the only ones because I see everybody. Even yes. the sneakerhead, the, the people that are sneakerheads know what pandas yeah. are. Right, like, so, so, right. so, so, do you? Are you guys prepared for this release? I don't know how that goes, dude. Um, the markets, the those these are recession proof, bro. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, you know, there's different ways. Yeah, you can you can prepare for a release, but a shoe like that that's coming out that frequently is pretty. Um, it's easy to get. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Whether it's from another person, whether it's from you know a it's bulk accessible. seller, it's accessible uh, because they're so saturated that you know what I'm saying there's a lot of guys that you know you, I make a quick phone call, they'll get me a size run, and you know what I'm saying we keep it moving. But they keep selling. But yeah, they're, they sell. Oh, they're, they're, they're what, do, what do you guys think is the hype about this? And not not I'm thinking about it like all right. I grew up like SBs, Hawaii's, Heineken's back in the days, right? But for some reason, why have the fucking pandas stayed so relevant for like over five years now? They're so minimalist, right? They they go with any outfit. Um, they they go. You can wear them. Yeah, but they're reselling for double the price. They are absolutely. They are. How much? How much? Hundred dollars. Retail's a hundred dollars. Her retail's a hundred and hundred and ten dollars now. Uh, well, selling for 280 290 brand new. 300 300 brand new. It depends. It depends. Yeah. depends, depends, depends. Well, if, if he's yeah. buying, it's like nah, 75 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, no. I mean, in all honesty, I mean, um, you know, it, it's, it's um, like you said, it's a very, it's versatile. And um, it's a black and white. Think of the Nike Cortez. You know what I'm saying? Think how big the Nike Cortez is and, and what a staple it's made in the community and oh. how basic it is. Air Force One. An Air a Force white One. Air Force One low. So I Lows. think I think the Panda is the Air Force One or the Nike Cortez of, of this generation. generation. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. What about the percent. what about the high top black Air Forces? Mm-mm. No. Are you gonna go <laughs> kill somebody? So, are you so, gonna kill yo, somebody? Yo, yo, let me are tell you. Living in the Bronx? <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> the Bronx. Yo, black, for, black black forces are hard to find now, bro. Yeah, they I, are, yeah, but yeah. still. Black forces are hard to find. Like, it's a flip. Seriously. <laughs> well, you know the fucking, uh, the stereotype on that shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. If absolutely. you weren't Air Force, like, yo, this nigga's yeah. about to murk some nigga. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's get away from him right now. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. But it's funny, though, because this is random, but I remember when white Air Forces used to be hard to get in yeah. high school. When I was in yeah. high school, yeah. 0405. For, for me, they were I had to, always. I had to, like, I had to hit up my man, like, Nelson. I was like, yo, like. They were dropping this week at Foot Action. Like, let's skip school to go buy them because it's so hard to find. Now everybody has them. You well, 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 no, forces are still are still a hard cop. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, so you think about think about the 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 price ranging in uh how in much hi- do they go for now? And hype footwear. So eighty five dollars. Eighty five no, no. Well, eighty five dollars. One ten. What are you talking about? Air Force One? One seventeen. Yo, yo, eighty five dollars. Yeah, unless you pulled out the tax. One seventeen seventy. This is how you go tell Yo, if you're gonna go you know what I'm not gonna I'm not gonna call you out. I'm not gonna call you out. <laughs> Nah, nah, they that for real. One time, yes. yo, eighty five dollars was was like ten years ago. Bro. Dude, that oh, was shit. like in the seventies, yeah. man. Yeah, nah. <laughs> with the pasta, I wasn't nah, even born in the seventies. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> they ju- so they jumped up to one hundred and ten, maybe uh, at the beginning of the year. Uh, prior to that, had this six months prior, and they were a hundred dollars, and um, which is a lot for an I air force. Have a, I have a client calling me. Esa es una mujer llamando. Está diciendo que un cliente. So um. So they were, they were, I think it was like mid or late 2020, they had jumped up to a hundred and with all the, um, all, all the, the, um, the turmoil going on in the world, you know, everything was on back order. Like the world was literally on back order. Yeah. So that's another reason, you know, for inflation and things like that. And so when, you know, shipping costs went up, mm-hmm. cost of materials went up, Nike increased the shoe within a span of a year, twenty dollars on an Air Force One, which that's significant. It's a lot, yeah. They're increasing. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, they're increasing the prices, but they're not increasing. You know, the quality, the quality. is shit. Yeah, and that's yeah. one thing that a lot of people like. I mean, we're all from the pretty much the same generation. So disappointing. But like, I think one thing that stopped me from buying sneakers, I think it was around 2012, 13, was that the they, like Jordan, especially Jordan. 
They just stop making good quality shoes. Pandas, they come with weight. Oh, yeah, yeah. They come like... Dented on one like, side, yeah. glue all over. Because they're just thinking about the profits and everybody's buying. Well, I think they're trying to meet the demand. Um, what Nike yeah. is trying to do right now is that um, they're trying to cut off the middleman and they're trying to um, increase the, the DTC, the direct-to-consumer, um, and cut off the middleman because they're losing money. You know what I'm saying? Or, or at least they're letting everybody else profit off their product. And um, that's that's the way they're going right now. If you guys are noticing, there's Nike stores open up everywhere. Mm -hmm. There's one opening up. I don't know. It's, it's off 95. I don't know what the area is called, but there's one there. They open another one in Aventura. They open one they in Brickle. Mm -hmm. um, so they're trying to increase the direct, to, direct to, to consumers so that they can cut off the middlemen, like Foot Lockers, like the Champs and things like that. Um, so you're going to see, you know, a year down the line or whatnot, <clears throat> a lot of these major companies like Foot Locker and Champs, you're going to ca start carrying less and less of these, you know, wanted wanted models. And so what that's going to do for Nike is and it's, it's going to increase their sales exponentially, even through a recession, because they're cutting off the middle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because if you cut off a Foot Locker, Foot Action, any, whatever the fuck, and there's only Nike stores, like, you don't yeah, have to go well, to the mall. Like, you go, and especially when they have the sneakers app where you can buy shit mm -hmm. online. There's... There's so many ways right now, so many different avenues for you to find for, to, to, to acquire footwear. The problem is, is that, um, you know, if it's not coming directly from the manufacturer, a lot of people have trust issues. You know, you mm -hmm. hear all these things. How coming do you authenticate? Out, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. oh, yeah, I bought a pair of sneakers off of StockX or eBay or Goat or whatever. Oh, they're not they're not passing. They're not. And so, you know, when you couple that with the poor quality on a shoe, sometimes you can't distinguish, you know, what I'm saying if a shoe's, you know, in the eye of someone that doesn't know, right? Mm -hmm. That can't authenticate. How do you authenticate? You look. I have clients that come in here and they look at a shoe and they be like, "Yo, this is a fake because the quality is shit." The smell. But like I the, think the, the fakes the are looking better than the, the actual. The fakes are so valid <laughs> right now. Yo, I ain't gonna lie. Look, they're going into details. I'm gonna say it here. I'm never gonna mention this again. I almost bought, and I never done this in my life, but I almost bought the Dior ones, the Dior ones. Mm. Because when I saw them from Little Chinita, I'm not going to shout you out because, you know, just, just, I'm going to hold her in the back pocket just in case. We'll see, we'll see you on New Year's wearing the Dior ones. <laughs> but them shits, it, they, they just look so, like, China's ODing. Like, they're coming out with fakes now that are not like back in the days. Back it's in the like days, 81. you can look at it, you'd be like, oh, those are like some flea market shit. It's like, ah, they're fake. But now they're just like, yo, you compare them to the sneaker and you're like, mm -hmm. listen, when you have experts that can differentiate a, sh a real shoe from mm -hmm. a fake shoe mm -hmm. and they're supposed to be problem. experts, it's, it's, a problem. It's, it's a problem. You know, and... You know, it's it's up to to people like us who have who own stores like us to um, kind of um, build that faith again. You know, within those that are that partake in the sneaker community, to allow them that faith to know that they're buying a legitimate product. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know, what I'm saying like sneakers are so expensive nowadays, so it's really important that you know, what I'm saying that you know where you're investing your money because not only are they you know what I'm saying they're dope or whatever you're gonna put them on your feet you're gonna rock them or whatever but they're also an investment you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying the go back going sneakers back. are assets man yes they absolutely are. sneakers are assets absolutely you know there's people that that can fall like you know God forbid you get into a situation and you have a couple of sneakers you know you what I'm saying them that and you yeah. sell them and you know they make may get you out of a hole it, I've done they, it before. they pay your rent speaking of I might <laughs> no, it's true it's true I might have to talk to you on the side <laughs> <laughs> something happened on Friday that I don't want to talk about on air but <laughs> and the beauty Sorry, is that you can baby. always buy them later on yeah you can buy them you back know? obviously Absolutely. it's gonna come with a price tag but you yeah. can always yeah but get to get them, you so out of a situation yes. yes yeah but but think about it I mean we've been on what man y'all I'm not, let's not let's not talk about age but most I'm 35 baby <laughs> 35 Mo most of us are our early 30s right I mean Julie, like 42 we've and I'm 37 <laughs> really <Damn. laughs> yes serio Oh shit! Good shit. Shit, yeah, black don't crack. Black don't crack, baby. Nah, Dominican <laughs> cocoa Good butter. Luck. She got the cocoa butter. <laughs> but but I mean, we've been around sneakers hell long. I mean, me and you probably have have twenty plus. Been more pop, plus. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We've been you know, there's shoes that have been com that coming out today that they were coming out 20 years ago that we liked. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? The, the shoes shoes are never gonna stop coming out, and there, there's never gonna be a new pair that we're not going to like. Mm -hmm. Or that we're not going to want. Or that we're not and now as adults that so we got mm -hmm. jobs and we got yes. money, we're like, yo, this shit is Damn. like, to me, I'm like, I get fucking yeah. excited. Like the Absolutely. twos are coming out. Remember the twos are coming out? Yes, yeah, sir. I I got got shout out to you because you got it for me like yeah, two years ago. Shout out to Warm, warm, warm Turkey. Those are not but, my yeah. favorite. So I don't like twos. 
tattoos. Mm-hmm. They're 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 uh, they're different. Yeah, they're, they're different, different because they're, different. they're so different aesthetically from the Jordan yeah. One and the Jordan from Three from yeah. every Jordan. You know honestly, what I'm saying? Yeah, Jordan, yeah, yeah. But it's a high top, and it's it's unique because it's the only the only of its kind. Yeah. Um, damn, I kind of want to. Will I want you to partake in the conversation too? Will was like, "Yeah." Will was like, "Y'all got the two point seven We're like, "I'm like, I'm like, how much can I resell these for?" Nothing. She's like, seven dollars. <laughs> She's like, "I'll give you money to not sell them." <laughs> hey, yo, here's yeah. twenty. Keep them. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so guys, again, two years in the game, two and a half years in the game, uh, plenty of success. You know, and we can tri- we continue to wish you guys all of this success. Um, but one question that we do have that, you know, we want your honest opinion, you know, just to people of our age, our culture, you know, minorities, just anybody in general that has an idea of starting something, don't know where to start. What would you guys recommend? Um, you know, it doesn't have to be a specific amount of things, but let's say, say three things. What are three things that you guys would recommend somebody that would want to start a sneaker store? Um, based off of your experience that you would recommend or suggest to them? Can, can we both answer this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is your show. It's not about me. I'm just here for, um, you know, for my help. I'm, uh, I'm not saying that opinions are not important, but at that moment, not listening to others, it's, prim- it's important. So just fight through the, the fear. Don't think too much because if you think too much, th- this the fear, the what ifs, the oh my god, it's always gonna be there. So just going for it, figuring it out, and having a plan. You mm-hmm. need to have the plan. And once you have the plan, you just need to have some trust. You need to fight through the fear, and you figure it out. I keep going, but just yes. but your main your main thing you would say is just jump. Jump. Like don't don't because a lot of people procrastinate. Jump. Everybody everybody jump. procrastinates. You, so let's fi- just be you figure it out. Everybody. I don't. I, life never lets you down. Mm-hmm. You'll figure it out. And if that doesn't work, then something else is going to work out or something is going to come out of it. But it, it, some, it's going to happen. Just push through it. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. This is a huge <laughs> delay. <laughs> I know. Like, put up a little wow, I was like, I was like into what she was saying, so I was just kind of thinking about it. My bad. I kind of like vi- fucking. What would you say? Dude? What, what's, uh, what's, so, what's three so points? from I, I would I would agree wholeheartedly, um, especially from I think from uh, from from that pers- from an emotional perspective, I think that you definitely got to have the trust in yourself, the drive and the determination. You got you got to do it. You know what I'm saying? There's um. There's a saying that, that's been going around in Miami a lot lately, and, and it's it resonates with every, anybody in any industry, especially people that are making money. It's a scared money don't make no money. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if you're scared, you know what I'm saying, this isn't the industry for you. You know what I'm saying? And the beautiful thing about the sneaker industry is that regardless of whatever the status of the economy is, you can go along. Mm-hmm. People are not going to stop buying sneakers. It's up to you about how you, It's up to you to make sure that you're – getting the merchandise that the people need or the people want at the correct price mm. regardless of what the status of the economy is people are not going to stop wearing sneakers mm-hmm. but people are gonna, people are going to start looking for deals people are going to start wearing pre-owned so do your homework and and you know before anything make sure that what you're selling is something that's going to move you know we have a small shop so we know exactly what we got in there needs to move and and so that that goes back to the part of the plan Make sure you have a plan. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're prepared and you're not scared. You know, and if you don't have, you know, the financial means, there are plenty of motherfuckers out here with money mm-hmm. who, who are yes. willing to invest in your business. And buy your idea. But that's also the scary part. It's scary. Because yeah, you owe them. How do you know exactly? If they you buy either in. you owe them or... So the fear kicks in. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But you it goes back to the, what Donaldo was saying about, like, just... Betting on yourself, too. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and it's, you know, uh, investors are smart. You know what I'm saying? Uh, people that are investing is because they have money, and chances are they've invested it before. Mm-hmm. So if they're not going to believe in your product, they're not going to invest mm-hmm. in you. And so that's when you have to make sure that you have that ultimate confidence to say, this is the product that, I need to, that I'm going to bring to the table. This is the product that's going to make this this money. And this is a product that you're going to invest in and we're, that we're both going to grow mutually. And, you know... Once you once you have that, you know uh, the the rest is going to be history. Because once you grow your business, once you grow your product, and once you grow your brand, 
and people start following it and you, you take all those necessary steps to make sure that you're, you know what I'm saying? That you within your heart and, and, and most of all, like make sure that you're doing everything from the heart. You know what I'm saying? A lot of fake shit out there. Social media is a, is, is a fake world. Everybody out here is just looking for clout or whatever it is. But I truly believe that if what you're doing is from the heart, it's going to work out. Forgot what you I'm, I'm actually kind of lit, so I can't remember what this shit says. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we have a question for you guys. Yes. This is going to be our thing, like, towards the end of the podcast is um, asking you guys a question. You guys can feel free to answer separately, you know, and, yeah. Um, so what's something impactful that you learned in your life that you wish someone had told you before you went through it? Taxes. <sighs> Honestly, that's I, a great fucking answer. I am not that's financial. An that's an amazing I answer. am not financial literate. You know, it's like. <laughs> okay. My mom taught me how to save and how to, you know, hey, put your $20 aside for a bad day. This isn't that. That I'm good at. I'm good at saving. I'm good at, you know, fi- figuring myself out. But I don't know anything about taxes. I don't know anything about investing. I don't know anything about taking a goddamn risk and say, you know what? Put this on a turning card. Turning into an asset. Turning something. Into, turning money credit, into an asset. Credit. credit. Yeah. I am thirty-seven years old, and oh my god, I just got a brand new car yesterday for the first time in my life. Hey. I got what happened to the G? Hey. I, got, I got a brand new G. Another one? <laughs> yes. Hey, here we go. <laughs> but for the first time. What the? What the hell? Because you got a Jeep, you got to put the womp womp. He's hating. Not everybody can drive a Maserati like you, Willie. No, my bad. I, I love I my Jeep. But bad. for the first time, you know, it's like I have a car under my name. I was able to put the down payment without any help. Like I'm proud of it's myself. A great and you're thirty. It's and you're thirty-seven. You see, but that's the that's that's why it's never too late. we asked that. It's never too late. But that's the problem right there too. Why are we figuring shit out in the thirties? I know we're. Behind. You know what I mean? Like we're behind. Why are we so behind as minorities? Well. I hate to prolong this because I know you know. No, nah, no, nah, go ahead. Bro. But I, I think I think it's very simple. I think it boils down to the generation. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that Definitely. we have been, you know, our generation is 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 stuck in a slippery slope. You know what I'm saying? Like our parents didn't teach us the means of having to save money or, or at least having to invest it or different aspects of how yeah. to build your money. But um, I think that it's going to be our time to shine where we're going to do that for our, for our yeah. children. And you know what I'm saying? And those that come after us because your children, you know what I'm saying? That's your opportunity to say, okay, I, I'm not going to let my children, but I had a kid walk in the other day, the 13 year old, 13 year old kid. Yes. And he said, yo, how much did you sneak? I said that $180. He said, okay, I'm going to go get, go get the car from my dad. I'll be right back. The kid comes back with the Amex and the Amex is under his name. He didn't even know. He, he's 13 years old. And he had no idea to the moment he found out he was going to buy some sneakers kids. that his father was building his credit at 13. So he already has a credit. He already has a credit line at 13. Meanwhile, our parents are using credit in our yes. name. No, 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 no. <laughs> Meanwhile, my mom is stealing my social security yes. number because yes. she has my card yes. to open up a freaking a store card at fucking <laughs> Rent-A-Center to get some furniture. Yeah. Did you, did you get to answer the question? I don't think you got to answer it. <laughs> again, bro. I'm lit, too. Like, <laughs> Julie got to drive. Julie got to drive. This Casa Amigos is hitting, boy. That Casa Amigos. All right, so the question is, what's something in Impactful you learned in your life that you wish someone had told you before you went through it? Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'd have to, I know we, we, we touched on, um, it doesn't have to be business related. Like it's, it's, like mental, it's just in general. No, like, me- mental health. Oh yes. Mental health. Oof. Mental health. I, 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 I had to learn the hard way how important mental health is. Yeah. And, um, there are so many different aspects and circumstances and obstacles and just everyday things that just are coming at you at a hundred miles an hour and you have to figure out how to juggle all this shit at the mm-hmm. same fucking time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I have my, my load on my like Berto Berto's right. Like I'm terrible at texting back, but it's aside from the fact that I'm not good at it, it's because yo, I'm constantly doing something, mm-hmm. bro. I don't intentionally ignore you. I'm just always busy. Can you imagine if I had kids like Berto? Like, how am I, you know what I'm saying? Like, how, you, how do you get to the to your mindset where you can juggle all those things that, that are coming at you at the same time? Being a minority, 
you know, um, not having the the means or the resources available to you to help you create your foundation like other families have. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like building shit, from building scratch, shit man. from scratch and on your own. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, I think it's like I going back to it. You know, what I'm like we need to make sure that our mind is clear when we're when we're doing certain things, when we're making business moves, when we're trying to improve ourselves you know meditation is such a good thing i think we need to invest time in ourselves Mm -hmm. to clear our minds and i i i'm sounding like a hypocrite because i don't do it but i think it's important and i think that if i knew what i knew today i would have started a long time ago Mm -hmm. because um it's equally as important as 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 anything else without mental health without your mental like you ain't getting shit done bro honestly you know what i'm saying big facts (laughs) yeah Yo, we got it. Yo, yo, I, I'm, I'm replacing you. I'm replacing you. I'm replacing you. I'm replacing you. On cue, baby. Yo, I, yo that shit was on point. That shit was on point. I'm literally. I'm He's a, been looking at that button for an hour. He's like, yo, I'm the new equipment manager. I'm gonna wait until the perfect right? time and just the drop the ball. I'm literally gonna jump off the balcony. Yo, I will work for free tequila, baby. It's all good. Yo, but. I'm gonna take us away, man. Look, listen. Oh. This is the first set the music episode. Oh, this is shit. the first episode of season three. Um, and guys, we really appreciate the fact that you took the time out. Left Alan in the store. Shout out to Alan one more time. <laughs> third, the third partner, Alan. We love you, man. Thank you for holding it down for having them come over. But listen, guys. Episode number one, season number three. Raided Miami. I'm not even talking shit. I'm not biased. These are my peoples, but the best sneaker store. Customer service, prices, whatever you want, whatever they don't have, they'll find it. It doesn't matter what it is. It's all about service. They serve the community. They serve this, this city. Shout out to Miami. Shout out to Raiden Miami. Amen. We're going to drop the shout link. Out, shout out to Prolific. Or, shout, shout out to <laughs> Prolific. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Us too. <laughs> but uh, thank you guys for coming. Thank you cheers. for having us. Cheers. Um, I don't have a drink. It doesn't matter. You can cheers. Right, I'll, cheers, drink, cheers, I'll cheers. drink for you. Yeah, that's tequila. That's tequila. That's tequila. <laughs> guys, episode number one. Thank you guys for tuning cheers. in. Thank you. And thank you guys, our guests, for coming through. See you on the next one. Peace. Appreciate right, baby. you guys.